plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in, be- well, in life? You're definitely in the right place. Food. It's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. How did you like the episode about your basically time management? Because choice making and making the right kind of choices uh, will really help you to manage your time properly. Because when you set your priorities right and when you know what's important to you and what are your most important values, you then can easily divide your time among your priorities. But if you are constantly trying to do everything, having really no thinking process behind what are the most important things you want to dedicate yourself, your energy, your time to, then time management gets really, really difficult because nobody has the time to do everything. We only have the time to do the important things. So check back the episode yesterday about my shortcut to choice, to making difficult choices, um, the question to make difficult choices easier. So check back um, to yesterday's episode. And today is dedicated to a few questions that I'd like to cover. Uh, The first question that we're going to discuss is kids' nutrition. And I was answering this question on Quora, and I'm going to read this question to you right now. What are some basic nutritional elements that should be included in a healthy school lunch? So again, what are some basic nutritional elements that should be included in a healthy school lunch? Should we be rethinking this based on scientific findings about low-carb eating? Well, first of all, Yes, we should be rethinking not only kids' nutrition, but our own nutrition based on scientific findings that we have at the moment. And our nutritional guidelines anywhere in the, in the world at the moment and how our food system is built, nowhere near um, the 
level of um, scientific discoveries or scientific findings that we have right now. So yeah, we should be rethinking that. And most importantly, we should be redesigning our food system to supply the most nutritional diet to most of the people and kids, teenagers including. And it's especially important for them because during those um, development years where when your brain is getting developed, your body uh, is getting developed, your whole system in your body are getting developed, during those years, a lot of processes, um, if you don't have certain nutrients for these processes to occur, like brain development, for example, um, then those processes will never really happen again, and you will have some limitations your whole life if you don't provide uh, essential for development nutrients, like, for example, omega-3 fatty acids uh, during those years, then, you know, you're just going to suffer your whole life. Uh, Maybe not a lot, maybe a lot, depending how you change your life after those years. But yeah, kids and uh, teenage nutrition is hugely important. But low-carb eating, you know, it has nothing to do with low-carb eating. Um, So let me read you some of, uh, of the things that I wrote in my answer. So, first of all, I don't believe restricting macronutrients from whole foods, in this case carbohydrates, should be a goal for any institution taking care of kids' teenagers' nutrition. Young years are crucial for development and lifelong health, and it's too dangerous to mess with it, imposing restrictions that we are not really sure of. There are different populations across the globe who live still um, kind of like natural, close to natural lifestyle, and uh, they thrive on different diets with different amount of carbohydrates. Uh, So we can't really say that we all will be thriving on a low-carb diet. We just don't know. And honestly, I do not believe that we all will thrive on the same kind of diet. So I definitely would not make any sorts of low-carb guidelines for kids and for teenagers. That being, being said, I truly believe there is no place for processed and highly refined foods in kids' nutrition, be that carbs or fats. Our best strategy for right now is to provide as many nutrients as possible through a variety of whole foods and stop feeding our kids convenient foods, sugar-loaded cereals full of sugar, natural or not, yogurts, and other snacks. Refined carbs have no place in anyone's diet, that's for sure. You know, when uh, I remember my growing up. I never had, we didn't have those cereals. We didn't have those sugary snacks. Uh, For breakfast, we would eat some eggs, some meat, maybe some vegetables, maybe not, you know. But there was something nutrition, something real. Sometimes it was hot cereal from whole grains. Um, Sometimes it was um, made with home milk or um, Sometimes not. Sometimes it was made with water and there was, you know, some fresh fruit, some fresh berries, um, not some refined crap or blueberry flavor, flavored muffin uh, and uh, some cereal that is truly dessert, like it, it's loaded with sugars. Kids do not need refined sugars. Uh, kids need food and uh, they might need a little bit more carbohydrates for their development, um, but that can easily come from fruit uh, and uh, sometimes from whole grains. Um, so do I think we should put kids on low-carb 
died? Hell no, because I'm not sure even adults, you know, will thrive on a low-carb diet all the time, continuously. So why would you experiment with your kids so much, you know? A parent, like, sometimes, like, really kill me. Some parents want to put their kids on, like, paleo diet or um, vegan diet. And this is just not the way to take care of developing brain and body. You want to provide maximum nutrition and also allow that body to go with its natural instincts. Like kids feel so much better what their bodies need. And all we can do as parents or as um, any sort of nutrition providers for our kids and teenagers is to give them access to uh, the most variety of good quality whole foods from all food groups and let kids' bodies and brain guide them to what they actually need at the moment. Uh, Again, the focus should be to provide maximum nutrition per bite of food, uh, especially focusing on foods that we know are crucial for health and developing brains and bodies. Omega-3-rich foods like fatty fish, eggs, for choline, vitamin A and D and other nutrients, uh, green and colorful veggies for minerals, fiber, vitamins and phytochemicals, nuts and seeds, fruit, organ meats, wild game, um, the focus is on maximum nutrition per bite of food in whole food form. That's how we developed as species. We were eating a, a large variety of whole foods, not some processed crap. Kids do not need refined sugars or cereals to survive and thrive and be happy. In fact, that can make them unhappy and unhealthy and can damage them for their whole life. If I had a kid to feed right now, I would. Never limit carbs, fats, or proteins from whole foods. Number two, slowly introduce through repeated exposure bitter vegetables, Swiss chard, dandelion greens, spinach, kale, along with more fun vegetables like bell peppers, carrots, peas, sweet potatoes. I would also introduce organ meats, sardines, etc. Foods that are not naturally loved by kids. Although, what I noticed personally, if you introduce these foods to kids into their diet early enough, they love them, especially if those are eaten by the whole family regularly. I would keep junk foods outside the house, but won't make a big deal when kids experiment with them. I do my best to explain what eating junk does to the body and why I personally choose not to eat them. But again, I would allow kids to experiment with anything and everything they want, doing my best to provide the best nutrition at home cooking, home cooked meals. I would educate my kids about healthier snacks and junk food alternatives. You know, our food system is also great at this point because there are alternatives to everything. You can find healthy sweets, you can find healthy candy, you can find healthy cookies, you can find a lot of stuff and you can some, you know, make it your own uh, when you have time. You know, if you decided to have a kid, you probably want to have some time to dedicate time to those things because nutrition and healthy eating habits will serve your kids their whole life. It's it's an amazing thing you can do for your kid to um, help them 
understand what healthy eating is about and what nutrients they need to get from their foods and how certain foods, uh, food items that we have now on the market uh, can harm their health and their well-being for their whole life. Um, in kids' lunches, I'd include different vegetables, fresh fruit and nuts, fatty fish and eggs. I'd also make sure that kids get all the essential nutrients we are aware of, like vitamin A, vitamin D, calcium, omega-3 fatty acids, uh, choline, all these nutrients. I would make sure that my kid is getting uh, the most of that, uh, possibly from whole foods of the best quality. That's what I would do. And uh, you might know already that I truly believe in the food system that needs to be based on our nutritional requirements as human beings. We shouldn't be religious about our food supply. Take lion or wolf. Imagine like they for some reason decided not to eat what they're meant to eat by their digestive system, their um, requirements of their body and their brain. Uh, imagine like, you know, they decided to go vegan. They probably wouldn't last the day uh, physically, not even, you know, trying to survive in, um, I don't know, in Africa or wherever they are. What I'm trying to say is, as human beings, we have certain nutrition requirements, and whether you want it or not, you have them, and you have no choice but to provide that to your body, or you're going to suffer. I've, I was vegan for four years. I worked with vegans and vegetarians. I, uh, I'm aware of many nutritionists who were vegans for four or five years. Sometimes it lasted 10 years and then their health starts to break down because it's not your choice to choose what your body and brain needs. So accept that, accept your human, human conditions and that it most probably you need to eat animal products. Like I haven't met a person who, without supplements, uh, thrived on a vegan diet. And even uh, with supplements, it was not the best health outcome they could have. So, nutrition-focused food system. That's the future that I'm, I'm going to help to build. Um, the next question or topic that I'd like to discuss right now with you is... Um, I was browsing through Gary Vaynerchuk's Twitter account, and he retweeted uh, a tweet of his personal trainer slash nutritionist, um, Jordan. And the tweet goes like this. Day two, back to coaching Gary V. Big chest, shoulders, tricep day. Day one uh, of my McDonald's Big Mac every day for 30 days challenge to track body composition over 30 days while in a deficit. Um, you know, th there is a lot of uh, nutritional, uh, professional jargon that you might not understand really, but what he's saying, Gary V's uh, trainer, is he's doing this experiment, eating Big Mac every single day for the next 30 days, staying in a caloric deficit, and uh, tracking his body composition, probably trying to prove that you can still stay lean and eat Big Macs every day. Um, so he's filming a new YouTube video on strategies to make staying in a calorie deficit easier. And guys, calorie deficit is not shouldn't be your goal, and that's what I posted on this tweet. Also, with caloric deficit, you get less nutrition. So you don't want to be eating less nutrients trying to 
put as much junk as possible into your diet, staying lean and keeping your scales happy. Like keeping your scales happy, eating the most junk is not. The, what kind of goal is that? Like, like really, the purpose of food? Yeah, I mean, you can sometimes have, you know, fancy snacks to I don't know to have fun, to experiment, to enjoy yourself. But the main purpose of food and nutrition is to provide you with the maximum amount of nutrients to thrive mentally and physically. So why would you want to impose on yourself caloric deficit just to keep your scales happy and to eat a Big Mac every day that is really poor in anything nutritional and loaded with all sorts of chemicals that will harm your health? So why would why the heck would you do that? Like, and I also posted, um, this is so American to be that caloric centric and dumb down food to calories, not thinking about um, all the different nutrients, all the um, different systems in our foods that work together to provide health, to influence our hormones, our biochemistry, our metabolism, um, like focusing on eating the most junk in daily to keep you and at the same time be in caloric deficit and to keep your scales healthy like what you have on the scales is not the uh, marker of health like your cardiovascular fitness your inflammation levels the amount of visceral fat you have your blood triglycerides those are the indications of health or ill health, not the amount of calories you eat uh, or how many Big Macs you're able to get away with before putting on, on weight. Like, this is like so really, I mean, he's a smart guy, but this idea of being so caloric centric is so stupid. And that what got America and countries that go on a Western diet into trouble in the first place, that caloric-centric system where we're thinking about calories but forgetting about the quality and nutrients that our bodies actually need to thrive and survive and um, give our, us our best life experience. So don't be caloric-centric. Eat as many nutrients as possible per calorie of each bite of food you put in. And if once in a while you want to have something like a Big Mac, not a big deal. But every day for 30 days, really? Uh, yeah, you understand my point. <laughs> um, what else, guys? So, coaching sessions. I have these coaching sessions that are available to you guys as subscribers, as listeners of a food school podcast. They're not uh, available already anywhere else. So sign up for the coaching session that is going to be linked in the show notes. Why do you want to do that? If you want to actually find out what foods you need to eat every single day to provide um to the best of your ability, maximum nutrients per every bite of food and eliminate all the foods that might be harming you at the same time, starting to feel your best and look your best. 14-day um, plan for you to um, work on all of that uh, in a personalized way, that's what we're going to get 
work through during our 30-minute coaching sessions. This is available to you absolutely at no charge uh, for everyone else outside Food School Podcast that's going to it cost $50, so you can sign up for it for free, or you can also pay $50 if you want and uh, sign up still. Um, but yeah, do that, guys, because uh, food system right now is not designed to help you to eat all the nutrition that you actually need. And there is so much confusion with all the marketing messages and um, food companies trying to sell you stuff, having no nutritional knowledge whatsoever, and not really caring about what impact they make on um all the people that they sell their stuff to. Uh, so sign up for this coaching session to be smarter and to eat better and to ultimately be your best self, feel as your best self every single day. Uh, and I wanted to share with you a f- piece of feedback that I got from one of my coaching sessions uh, that I did. Okay. So... I've learned how I can try and improve my nutrition by taking a couple of simple steps, which supplements I need to incorporate, which foods exactly I need to exclude from my diet to achieve my goals. So basically, through these sessions that I'm doing at the moment, uh, people learn what exactly they need to do to improve their nutrition, to have more health, more energy, to look great and feel awesome. And yeah, what foods they need to eat, what foods are important, what foods they shouldn't be eating and how that can affect their health if they still eat them. A lot of different details. And again, it highly personalized, depends on your goals. We're going to focus our session around your specific goals. So use that, sign up for our coaching session, um, understand that nutrition, first and foremost, the goal of your food should be to provide maximum nutrients so you thrive, not just survive, barely survive, um, feeling really not great. Um, So sign up for the coaching session. Also, if you like this podcast, review, rate it so we get more listeners thinking clearly, not about calories, but about food and the quality of food. So thank you guys for tuning in uh, on this beautiful Tuesday. Have an amazing day. Enjoy it. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily.